Morning Liberty. Well, what is up, all of our Liberty-loving friends? This is another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty, Hawaii's favorite morning show. Coming at you live from Nashville, Tennessee. Well, we're not coming at the people on the podcast uh, channel live right now. But if you want to act like we're live, that's fine. My name is Nate Thurston, and across from me is Mr. Charles Chuck Thompson. How's it going today, Chuck? It's recorded live. It is recorded. We don't edit shit. We don't, we don't edit nothing. Not even that. I'd say I edit it live. <laughs> Just do everything live. Myself. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is Dumb Bleep of the Week. We've been holding back all week on talking about things that were dumb, and now we finally get to do it. You even did a, a nice episode, like a good news episode, mm-hmm. White Pill Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so now we get to talk about the dumbest things Nathaniel Thurston could find on the Twitter webs. This is mainly the, the opposite of white pill Wednesday. It's, it's a, uh, it's black pill Friday. Yes. Or, or really it's dumb bleep of the week before we get into that. Once again, my apologies to the people in the live group. Okay. We got to talk about your brain. We got to tell you about your brain. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on, and Dumb Bleep of the Week is the best episode of the week to talk about this. If you find if you find yourself getting overly stressed out during this episode, if you start feeling unhappy, if you feel like you can't deal with it, then you need to go to betterhelp.com slash GML. That's this awesome app and website you can go to. They'll find you a licensed therapist that will suit your needs. You answer a few questions on there and they'll they'll match you up with someone that will work the best for you. It's a really important thing, honestly. You, Mental health is important yeah. and the, the, we should take away the stigma. I, myself, am on BetterHelp and uh, I talk to my counselor about once a week, once every two weeks, depending on how busy I am. And uh, it's just really good, even if I don't even if I'm not feeling sad or lonely or any of those different types of things, it's good to be able to talk about things with someone else with a neutral third party that you can bounce ideas off of and all kinds of things. The best way to do that is through BetterHelp. Um, the days of driving to a counselor and seeing someone in person, not that there's anything wrong with that. We just don't have time for that anymore, folks. Okay, so BetterHelp.com. That's H-E-L-P, by the way, BetterHelp.com slash GML save. off your first two months by going through that link. So something like that on the link. Yeah. Get get your brain checked. It's good to have this technology these days where you can Mm. save money. You're not going to have to go into a therapist. You're not going to have to worry about the COVIDs or anything. You can just Mm -hmm. talk to someone on your phone. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Okay. So like we mentioned, it's a good time to talk about dumb bleep of the week. All right. So dumb bleep number one, by the way, was sent in by a listener of the show. Thank you, Allie, for sending this in. This is an interesting idea that we have to deal with these days. Okay. And it's called why a mask mandate would help safeguard liberty. A mask mandate will help safeguard liberty. If you can uh, chart- you number, you numbered the dumb I bleeps. numbered them. Yeah, on the whole picture that you're displaying to everyone, I am uh, on the live prepared. show. By the way, which you can only get by going to GoodMorningLiberty.locals.com <laughs> to see this live. That's that's really nice. It's it's good. I don't, I don't know think if I can, I don't we're going to do it every time, but I'm going to try. I don't think we're going to be as confused. But no, um, okay. folks, there's no liberty without mandates. No liberty without that's, mandates. Yeah, that's good. Um, so there's an article. Liberty without mandates is like. 
cereal without milk. That's exactly the same thing. In a recent opinion piece in the ADM, Mayor Dave Bronson wrote, now this is someone writing in, and they disagree with Mayor Dave Bronson. He said, I'm not against masking. I'm simply pro-liberty. Look this crazy fascist out there. Mm-hmm. What a dictator. He's not against masking. An anarcho-fascist. <laughs> by opposing a mask. I just read mask as milk in my head, by the way, so you're mentioning milk. <laughs> by opposing milk mandates, <laughs> he claims he's trying to make Anchorage a sanctuary for freedom and a refuge for liberty again. Well, Alaska. I mean, those people up there are just nuts. So <laughs> Crazy freedom-loving people Mm -hmm. up there. The problem with this idea is that being truly pro-liberty requires implementing restrictions like the mask mandate. Being truly pro-liberty requires implementing restrictions. Nothing like uh, liberty says, nothing says liberty like restrictions. Yeah, that's, that's exactly it, man. Which the problem- is, that was the Republicans' whole thing for their voting ID laws and stuff. <laughs> that's true. Those restrictions were pro-liberty. They are pro-liberty. Man, that's you see, they need us, they need us on their team. We're getting we're turning them the better politicians right now. <laughs> and uh, let's see, being alive and healthy are prerequisites to living freely. So if you're if you're alive and you're not healthy, then you're not living free. Yeah. If there is a danger of getting sick, you are a slave to viruses, I guess, and the mm-hmm. people who are spreading them. The gravely ill have diminished freedom and the dead, no freedom and the dead, no freedom at all. Because of this, I cannot exercise my freedom at the expense of the health and welfare of others and claim the stand for freedom. The cur- now, there's a slight point there that if you are dead, you don't you don't have any freedom. Yeah. A lot of privacy, though. But yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, no one can question you <laughs> or force you to do anything. And this, you know, it is a tricky, the very first time we talked about masking and whether or not it was libertarian to go out in public and potentially spread around a harmful virus to people. We, we said that if you know that you are sick, I do think that that would be against I don't think that that's a very libertarian thing to do. If you know that you're sick and know that you're going to go out there Mm. and do that. I think that there's a big difference, but the, the, the idea that maybe if you're sick, that you could maybe infect people. I think that that's a very different scenario. You're, you're sick until proven healthy is really what it is. (laughs) Even if you're proven healthy, you still got to wear the mask anyway. Well, you can, you can show your healthy card or draw this out to anything else. Cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, any type of other diseases that people have, allergies and you know, autoimmune disease, those people aren't free, apparently. They're not free. They're not all. free. And I, and I will say, I do agree with what you were just talking about, which is like your rights, your freedom, your liberty ends where another's begins. I can't practice my liberty to infringe on yours. Okay. And so, as you mentioned, like knowingly and willingly getting someone else sick, i.e. coughing in their face or whatever, or if you are known to be positive with something and you decide anyway, then that's wrong. Now, I don't know if you can necessarily create a law about it or if somebody could actually prove that you were the person that got them sick or however that works. You, you can't. Yeah. You can't, can't prove. Right that, now that you, you can't. It. Right now you can't. Maybe with technological advances in the future, we, we could. But uh, it has nothing to do with with being free because you have to be f- free first before you get sick. Yeah, 
He goes on to say that the unchecked spread of the virus also significantly limits the freedoms of citizens to assemble and meet together without risking infection to themselves and their loved ones. And the problem with this always is that, one, this has always been the case. There's always been a risk when you went in public that someone there in public was going to get you sick. That's that's always been a thing. You have never been free from the risk of getting sick when you go in public, and you never will be. It, it won't happen. And so that just deciding this now, that's, I don't know, that's not a very good idea. We're, we got all kinds of, we got some therapeutics out there now. We got the antibodies, we got the vaccine, we got all sorts of stuff like that, where we're just going to have to accept the risk of the fact that when you go in public, there's a chance that you could come down with an illness, mm-hmm. which I thought was something we already knew. I mean, when these like babies die of RSV and they got it at daycare. Mm-hmm. I mean, are we suing the schools and, and the parents? I don't know. Maybe. People who cause these deaths? I guess we should. We should, honestly, I was telling Stephanie this the other day, honestly, we should just literally put everyone in a bubble, mm-hmm. and that way we can't pass anything along. Yeah. That's it. That's what it is. And of course, what we know is that freedom is slavery, which is great. You know, I'm reading 1984 right now. Okay, so if you have the freedom when you go, I mean, you're actually you're actually a slave when you're going out there all the time. You're always a slave to freedom. That's what's mm. happening. You and you're not going to be free from the risk. I'm reading 1984 right now, which if you you know, I don't like I don't like fiction books, but after reading it for a little while, I realized that it's not a fiction book. It should be yeah. It should it, be under nonfiction. It's under not a fiction. Yeah. <laughs> is, what, yeah. is what it's under. Okay, Charlie, you can go ahead with Dumb Bleep now. Just like uh, the, the Count of Monte Cristo. Same. It should true be filed story. under educational. <laughs> it for, is. For prison break. True story. Yeah, exactly. All right, next one, Dumb Bleep number two, dos, doi, for, for anybody who speaks French. I don't know if that's actually the French word for it. Anyway. The taxing the rich. Don't tax the rich. Abolish them. Got to abolish them. This came from that socialist uh, Twitter that I'm following all the time, yeah. by the way. And this is also actually their their real goal. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you read uh, tax the rich, it's really kill them. That's, that's, that's what they're saying. Got to okay. get rid of them. Statistics abound showing that the wealthiest around the world have grown even wealthier. Economists explain that never before in history has society's inequality been so extreme as in this current epoch. The concentration of wealth in the hands of an ever smaller minority is a global phenomenon. Money goes to money as it as it is said. Money goes to money. That's what my granddaddy used to tell mm-hmm. me. Yep. Rather than attempting a redistribution by leveling incomes and reducing the disparity using government physical policies, the Socialist Party proposes a much more fundamental solution, the ex- expropriation of the capitalist class. Mm. We're, just, we're just reinventing what they did in the Soviet Union. We just kill everyone with money. The, what did they call that? The red... Um, the red uh, I don't know. Oh, you just your lie. You tell it. I know. I know. I, I, I have red wave stuck in my head from, from, <laughs> from the, the elections, elections. <laughs> but that's not what it was. It, red dawn, red October, red yeah. scare, the red. That's what it was. Yes. Yeah, Chevelle talked about this a lot. Yeah. Or Jan six. Same <laughs> Jan thing. Same, okay. Same, same. 
Billions of people are being affected by reduced pensions and social security benefits, by lower subsidies, including those for food and fuel, by government and local authority caps on the delivery of public services like education, health, social work, water, and public transport, by the rationalization and narrow targeting of social protection so that only the very poorest of the population receive ever more frugal state benefits with more people being excluded. That's definitely what we're seeing right now is the poorest population mm-hmm. receiving ever more frugal benefits. The, and that's people a perfect are just, description. They're just getting poor mm-hmm. by the second. It is, that is what, and, you know, they start off by saying that people are being affected by reduced pensions. Where, where, do, you, where, where do you think your pension money comes from? Like, what do you think they invested in? Mm-hmm. You know? What and then talking about social security benefits, lower subsidies, food for uh, food and fuel, local authority caps on public services, things like that. Where does all the money come from? It's it comes from the people who produce. Uh, that's no. that's yeah, that's actually just something I read on the CIA's website. Yeah, yeah. See, you got it all wrong. Man. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. is the truth right here. The capitalist system is rigged from the start. That's the problem. This it's whole rigged. thing's rigged. And working people have been conditioned since childhood to love it, preserve it, and ultimately defend it with our lives, even as it enslaves, impoverishes, and kills us. This is, you know, this is the truth. Fact check true. That's honestly what's happening. The problem is not the billionaires, but instead the ownership of the means of production by the capitalist ruling class. And the problem is not greed, but instead the way the capitalist system works. The creation of surplus value from the sweat, toil, and yes, often the blood of working people. <sighs> that wraps it up for you right there. That's the truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. All you do is say a bunch of things. The first thing I want to correlate here, it says the capitalist system is rigged from the start. Nature is rigged from the start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't, I think Jordan Peterson actually draws this conclusion the best, or at least he articulates it the best, in my opinion. There are several people that have drawn this conclusion, but, but he articulates it the best because the, you can't lay the blame of inequality at the feet of capitalism. Inequality is stems way, way, way further in history than capitalism. Like all the way through history, like all the way through human history ever. Mm -hmm. There's inequality. Okay. We were talking before the show about how I'm not quite six, eight, but I'm six foot seven, something six foot seven and a half, something like that. I don't remember exactly what Jeff, not Paul's measuring tape had, but, uh, but Nate's only six, two. And how unfair is that? And I'm probably not, I'm probably six, one and seven eights. And that's so unfair. It just can't believe it. But that's that is a natural thing right there. You're talking about a system where it has been rigged by the ruling class against you. You know, that's totally different. You can't help that, but we can stop this evil ruling class. And and Peterson actually does a really good job with this too. Um the there is inequality. There there is inequality between people at the top and the bottom. But the people at the bottom are better off than they have ever been throughout all of society. And the idea that if we got rid of the people at the top or we took all of their money and we divided it out and we get this uh, perfect socialist Marxist system where the people own the means of production and we have a classless society, um, that's 
First off, of course, that's not possible to happen. It just isn't. And they could say the same thing to me with my perfect libertarian society also. But which one of those, when we're failing to create it, which one of those kills the least amount of people? That's, he, the, that's my question. He had the best line, though, when he debated uh, Dijak. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't remember exactly what his name was. Anyway, Jordan Peterson his debate. He said it the best. He was talking about Marx and, and all of the things that were going on with the Socialist Party and things like that. Slavo, Slavo Dijak. He, he, um, he had the best line when he said that there is no perfect system. In fact, capitalism does suck, but it's the only system that produces wealth. Yeah. And there's something to be said for that because, because of the wealth that capitalism has produced, the poorest among us, the poorest among us are better off than they ever have been ever in the history of the world ever, ever. What he, what he said, I love the way that he said it. And we've put out the, we've, we've uh, put the video out there before, but it's, he says it's true that the capitalist system creates inequality, but it also creates wealth and all the other systems don't. Right. That's the, you know, he's so good at, he's so good at saying things and that's the truth. And all these things that you want, it's going to require that production, that creation to do it. And if you think that people need to own the means of production, then, Hey, why don't you and everyone else group together and create something? And I'll shop there. If the, if the prices are reasonable and there's good quality, I'll do it. Yeah. Just do it. The universe is full of inequalities. Mm -hmm. It's full of inequities. Okay. That's, it's just, that's the natural state of being that's zero. Zero is inequality. There is no, there is no reality in which inequality is possible. There's not unless you believe in something like heaven. Now there's, now there's things that we could do to reduce the riggedness of the capitalist system that we have right now. The, the government control, the capitalist system mm -hmm. that we have right now. One thing we could do is not print a bunch of money and then give it to the rich people. You know, we could just not print a bunch of money, I'm not saying we should print money and then give it to the people at the bottom either. We should just not print it. And, uh, that's one thing that's created a ton of inequality. Have you guys seen, I can't remember the name. I can't remember the exact website, but it's, uh, it's WTF happened in 1973. There's something like that. And even, um, let's see, who posted that out the other day? The guy who runs Twitter posted that out. Edward Snowden posted hashtag WTF happened in 1973. And what happened was that's when we officially went off the gold standard. And we just decided that we were going to print whatever money we wanted. And all of a sudden, the inequality exploded at that time. And so the Federal Reserve has a lot to do with this. And this idea that we should continue, people still want to do it right now. The same people who are arguing against inequality still think the Federal Reserve uh, the, or the Treasury or whichever one needs to make a trillion dollar coin. They still think that uh, we need to print trillions and trillions more and, and give it out. And the people who use it first are the ones that are going to get the most value out of it. And that's just the way that it is. Well, and, okay? you, and they don't put together what the actual problem is. See, we... I talk about this all the time. It's like, what's the actual problem? The actual problem. 1971, sorry. The actual problem is that the government has the power for corporations to buy. So you're, they're mad at the corporations and what the corporations do. And I don't necessarily disagree with those people. Uh, what I disagree with is the actual cause of the problem. It's not that the corporation's evil and greedy. You're, you're just as evil and greedy. 
Mm-hmm. The difference is, is that they have the connections to be able to buy the power of the government to enrich themselves. In fact, I saw this guy on TikTok who has been following Nancy Pelosi's stock picks, <laughs> and he was actually featured on the news. He's pretty big on Twitter, too. Yeah, featured on the news. I think his account's up like 60% or something like that. It's something <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, but he's, So he's, he got featured on the news because of it, so then Nancy Pelosi responded. And, uh, it's I didn't her, know she responded. Yeah, as well as her husband's yeah. picks. But, uh, so she responded and says, you know, Nancy, nah, the Speaker of the House doesn't hold any you know, stock picks or whatever or any positions or anything like that, even though her husband does. And so she just said there's no insider trading going on or whatever. Yeah. Everyone but, was really upset about uh, Rand Paul's wife owning up to $15,000 worth of stock and uh, whatever company it was that made hydroxychloroquine. I can't remember who it was yeah. now, but they're very upset about that, but not, not so not, not anyone else, not Pelosi's just, husband, just that making, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars. But, but that's the thing that to go back to the point of this is that inequality is the standard. Okay. And there's no amount of wealth you're going to tax. There's no amount of anything that you're going to do to, to reduce the baseline inequality. All we can do, and this is what we try to do and what we talk about, is make people as free as possible to pursue the things that they want to pursue to have the life that they want. That's all you can do. There's no amount of law that's ever going to raise Nate's height to <laughs> six foot seven and five six. Okay? <laughs> whatever whatever I am. <laughs> or seven foot for that matter. Or or anything like that. And there's there's no law or tax or anything that's ever going to do it to make anyone more attractive to make anyone smarter you oh, no, know not only that but with the money the idea is that oh you'll just give money to the people at the bottom but then what do they do with it they if you're not if you if you're not producing the things if you're not selling the things you just give it back to the people that are that are creating most of the value in society that's all you do it doesn't matter which direction they give it it goes back to the people that are producing the most value. Let's say, I think somebody said, said this before too, but let's take all the money from everyone and give everybody a million dollars to start. We'll end up in the same place we are now. I'm, I'm going to give it five years, which I think is generous, but we'll be in the same place we are right now in five years. Yeah. If you give everybody a million dollars, take everyone's wealth away, their houses, everything, take everything away. Everybody starts at zero. You each get a million dollars. And we, that, yeah, Tom says more like five months. That's why I said I'm being generous. Um, so that, and that's just the way it works. Um, even There'll be the same amount of inequality that there is right now. There's inequality among the, the stars, <laughs> folks. Okay. Some stars have all the mass, and it's just quite unfair. And I think we should be focused on that. Well, the difference there is whether or not you <laughs> think this is something that we should that can be controlled. And the, I don't think, that as of yet, we're trying to move the stars around or the planets around them. But we could just print more money or tax and and give that to people. But it's still not going to work. Dumb bleep number. That was all dumb bleep number two. We're going to have to pick it up here. Okay. Dumb bleep number three. This is pretty dumb, but I think we can do it pretty quickly. Here's the article title, and we don't even have to read the article. Anybody fighting for Joe Biden? Anybody fighting Joe Biden? Sorry. Don't believe number three. Anybody fighting Joe Biden is helping Trump's next coup. All Republican politics is now functionally authoritarian. 
Oh my god! And it starts. It's. They just have to say it. First of all, who's fighting Joe Biden? I mean, I feel like the Secret Service would get in the way of that, and he's <laughs> probably not much of a fighter at this point in his life. Uh, maybe previously when he was in a little bit better shape, yeah, and health, he, perhaps he could throw a nice a nice punch. Oh, it wasn't too long ago he was challenging people to a to a push up contest. Really? So thinks, yeah, he's looking rough. Let me tell you what, he's looking real rough. But here's the idea: if you're against Joe Biden, then Basically, you're a domestic terrorist. You're part of a coup. You're part of a coup. And all Republican politics is now authoritarian. Now, the first line said that if you are against the president, then you're a domestic terrorist. That's what it says. Mm-hmm. Second line says that if you're a Republican, then you're basically an authoritarian. I don't understand how... I don't, other, I don't understand how people's brain, brains work, man. I don't get it. <laughs> I'm not a... Uh, I am not as good at... Science as I should be, I guess, because I don't understand. Well, I mean, this is what we've talked about for a long time now, which is just it's manipulation, gaslighting, propaganda. It's all the same thing. You're getting people to think, um, oh, well, I don't want to be part of that. That sounds really bad. So I don't want to be a part of that. I'm I'm, going to stand up for Joe Biden. I I at least don't want to be part of helping Trump because I'm not going to be associated with that. And, with that domestic terrorist coup, and and I'm not authoritarian, so there's no way that I can be associated with any of this. The other part of the gaslighting is is the fact that they're calling Republicans authoritarian, which may be true in a lot of cases for for most Republicans that they're still authoritarian. But there's a little bit of gaslighting going on there because uh, are they more authoritarian than people that are? Democrats or on the left or independents. What's the authoritarian scale? You know, what is that? Amanda said that Republicans are authoritarian and Democrats are totalitarian and totalitarians worse. But um, it's still it's still a good bit of a good bit of gaslighting, because if you're for them, you're an authoritarian and we're not authoritarians at all. We're we're not going to dictate anything Mm-mm. over your life. No. It's a, uh, I, I don't know. Once we again, don't, we don't believe in mandates. I'm torn, Only mandates for liberty. I'm torn between being upset and impressed. <laughs> it's it's one of those. I don't know which one. Okay. Don't believe number four. Once again, OBS graces us with his presence. Thank <laughs> you, Bernie Sanders, for your continued contributions to our dumb bleep. Oh, Bernie. He says, do I believe in an entitlement society? Yeah, I do. I believe that all Americans are entitled to a quality education, to affordable housing, to a decent standard of living. I do not believe that two people are entitled to block what the majority of American people want. Yeah. He's doubling down on this. Yes. And um, th- this is similar to one the uh, Libertarian Party of Tennessee sent over. Basically, Bernie saying the same thing as well, but he's doubling. We talked in the last dumb bleep about Bernie's... Bernie's whole statement now that two people... He's democratically against democratic Mm -hmm. process. And just how impressive it was that he's completely ignoring the fact that it's 52 against 48 right now. And he's fractionated it down to people along ideological lines. And it's actually two that are blocking 48, which is just... (laughs) And he was given a lot of crap for that on, on Twitter. 52 was trending on Twitter after that. Pretty good trending, like a lot of tweets, not just like on my Twitter or anything. Um, and he's he's doing what any good 
totalitarian would do, which is double down on mm-hmm. his craziness. Triple stamp you, and the double stamp. You're the one who's crazy. You say it enough times and it becomes true, you know? Mm-hmm. But what about this entitlement? Remember when we used to be against the entitlement mentality, right? Him and AOC both tweeted about entitlement yesterday and said that you are entitled, that, that um, basically having a right to healthcare was not, and healthcare was not an entitlement, that you had a right to it. And Bernie's also saying the same thing. I'm just wondering how you are just randomly entitled to things. I don't know how that works. What does that mean? You just say it. You just say it. That's, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm learning. As I grow older, I'm learning you just say things. You're entitled to other people's money, which means mm-hmm. you're entitled to other people's time, which is an amazing statement, you know, and, and it's impressive that you can feel good about it. Anything, mm-hmm. you got anything else on that? Just, no. I mean, that's just what he believes. That's his truth. <laughs> that's his truth. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, that was a nice segue right there. Mm-hmm. Speaking of truth, uh, we talked about the Project Veritas thing this week, and we prefaced and disclaimered several times. That Project Veritas is, uh, they are biased. They say that they're biased toward, towards the right, of course. And uh, that video that had a, a couple people from Pfizer talking about natural immunity, well, truth or fiction, which is... A ridiculous, a ridiculous website. Uh, Truth or Fiction has fact-checked Project Veritas's video for you. Well, they've been doing this since 1999. Yeah, that's right. They've been seeking truth and exposing fiction since 1999. Right there. Project Veritas and Nick Carl from Pfizer. The claim, as they put in here, let me put that on the bigger screen right there. The claim Project Veritas exposed Pfizer via a secret video of scientist Nick Carl lauding natural immunity. The rating? Not true. It's just not true. It's just not true. They claimed that a scientist from Pfizer said that natural immunity was better than the vaccine. And that's just not true. Even though literally in the video, there was a scientist from Pfizer saying that natural immunity was probably better than the vaccine. Nope. It's just, it's not true. Okay, not I'll, true. I'll, I'll read you a little bit of the, uh, the article here real quick. Project Veritas released the fourth video in its COVID vaccine investigative series today, which exposed three Pfizer officials saying that antibodies lead to equal, if not better, protection against the virus compared to the vaccine. Nick Carl, a scientist who was directly involved in the production of Pfizer's COVID vaccine. So they are saying that that's true. Okay said that natural immunity is more effective than the very vaccine he works on and Pfizer produces. Here's a quote from Nick Carl. When somebody is naturally immune, like they got COVID, they probably have more antibodies against the virus. When you actually get the virus, you're going to start producing antibodies against multiple pieces of the virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the COVID vaccination, Carl said. Notwithstanding, Carl still believes that vaccine mandates are positive for society. The written accompaniment to Project Veritas video contained a flawed premise right from the beginning in its statement that antibodies lead to equal, if not better, protection against COVID. Here's the flawed premise, that antibodies lead to equal, if not better, protection against COVID than any vaccine. It conveniently skimmed past the part where individuals would need to survive the virus to obtain said immunity. So it's not true. So it's not true. <laughs> because it is not true that 
Nick Carl from Pfizer said that natural immunity was better. Because they didn't <laughs> say that you would need to survive the virus to obtain that immunity. That would be better. You have to survive the virus to see what's in the yeah. virus. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> so, I like how they worded this. It conveniently skimmed past. That wasn't... Here, this is a, they're setting up a straw man here, basically. And they're saying that somehow, which is close to Halloween. So yeah, scarecrows. somehow saying that natural immunity leads to equal, if not better means that what you're saying is that people should get COVID instead of getting the vaccine, <laughs> which is not the argument. <laughs> the argument, is which that, by the way, we preface every time we say this, yeah. that we're not telling you to go get COVID. The argument is that you shouldn't be fired from your job if you have better immunity than the people who aren't being fired from their job for not getting the vaccine. Well, and uh, but that's not even the argument that Project Veritas was making. No. The argument that they were making was that Pfizer's own scientists say their own science. This is all Project Veritas is making. They're not even saying they're not saying to go get anything. The argument is that Carl, who's a scientist at Pfizer, said that natural immunity is equal, if not better, than vaccination. That was the it, that was that the premise. That's all they did. They mm -hmm. just put that out there, and not true. Yeah, we're gonna label this not true and explain the very last sentence of this. That the reason why we're labeling this not true is because they forgot to tell you that you would need to survive the virus. Is what I said. Any <clears throat> any effort from Veritas are highly likely to be misleading. Like 99.97% of people who've got, who've contracted the virus have done. Yeah, they're highly likely to be misleading. Moreover, global scientific consensus had already recognized that COVID-19 infections confer some degree of immunity and they still overwhelmingly favored vaccination. So it is not true that Project Veritas released a video showing a Pfizer scientist saying that natural immunity was equal or better. That's just not true. It's not true. <laughs> this is so good. Oh, my See, loud. You just say things. <laughs> you just say them. You know, my therapist and I talk about, uh, from BetterHelp, by the way. <laughs> slash we, GML. We talk about, you know, manifestations and how you should, you know, kind of write things down that you want to maybe accomplish one day or whatever. It's called manifesting. If you're not into it, you don't have to be, but I think it's a good exercise. Um, it's kind of like the same thing, but you just, they're just manifesting what they want. That's all they're doing. They're just writing down random things and putting it together. And then they have the authority. I mean, they're the ones who have been telling truth and exposing fiction since 1999 and they can just make whatever rating they want. I, I just, I can't believe somebody who works there or, or whoever it is could actually type out or click a button that said not true on that claim <laughs> and then publish it. They, they, I know they, they literally <laughs> a human being. I, you know, um, my, my wife, Lacey does not, so she's not in, doesn't follow all the political stuff. And I keep harping about the national immunity thing and she doesn't quite get it because she's like, well, no one ever says that national immunity isn't a thing. Like, of course they recognize that. That's been the case throughout all of time. We know that when you have a virus, you get natural immunity. I'm like, no. No, they, they, they don't. They are saying it's not a thing. 
They are, they are, which is not what truth or fiction is saying right here, but people are saying it's not a thing. I do, in fact, know people close to me that literally don't think it's real. Amazingly, just don't think it's real. They aren't recognizing it. And that your body has nothing. <laughs> it has no defenses. And what, you know, what's weird is when you fractionate this down, Pfizer's own studies, this is not just someone randomly saying, well, studies show. Now, this is, I've already said this a couple times this week, their, their own studies, which is attached to ticker symbol PFE, PFE, say that after five months, the efficacy of the vaccine is reduced down to 47%. And so what I'm wondering is, when do you fractionate this down further to like, oh, well, this person has had it for five months and this person's had it for two months. Well, technically this person's got 80, 90% efficacy right now, but this person's got 47. So actually it's dangerous for those two people to be around each other. If you're looking at people who have immunity, technically it's less than 50% on the efficacy, which creates greater odds in the other direction. And and then when you look at people with natural immunity, when will you ever ask yourself, like, here's someone who's vaccinated five months ago, who is at 47%, likely continuing to wane over more time. When do you look at someone who's been vaccinated five months ago and say, well, they're at 47% and here's someone who just had COVID and it's a, a month later and their efficacy is at 95% right now. But you know what? I need to fire that person because they don't have the vaccine. What? is the purpose of what you're doing. It's supposed to be for health and safety. No. Yeah. That's not what it's for, Nate. I was told that it was for health and safety. It's to keep not about safe. saving lives or any of that jargon. That's not what we're worried about. We're worried about how many people have gotten vaccinated. That's it's weird. It's, it's yeah. a weird thing. Not about we're not we're, worried about immunity. We're not measuring immunity or deaths or anything like that. The only measurement that matters is how many people have been vaccinated and how many people that haven't. So we can vilify and chastise those who have not taken their step in getting vaccinated. Not saving lives. Not what it's about. It's all about getting vaccinated. All right, I think we've beat that one to death over the last, I don't know, year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Dumb bleep number six. Oh, there was a shooting in Texas, by the way. Oh, I forgot. A, uh, school, there was a shooter. I had an active shooter. Okay, so that's there's your backstory on this. This is from Erica, whose Twitter handle is shithead, <laughs> S-C-H-I-T-T head, 0422. You're not cursing. You're pronouncing the word S-C-H-I-T-T. Shit head. Mm-hmm. She, uh, she tweets, or he, I don't know, they, whom, tweets. Whomst. They're already making excuses for the shooter. He got in a fight with someone. Okay, but who chooses to shoot people? White males are a problem. And then uh, follows it up with, O-F, he's a P-O-C. <laughs> I just like the original assumption there. I mean, you know it so well that you have to tweet out that white males are a problem. That's that's the thing. And then immediately, not even deleting the tweet. Just, <laughs> he's a person of color. Adding to it and saying, oh, F, he's a POC. Dang it. Well, but you know what? White males are still a problem. <laughs> oh. And I'm not saying that any color of male is a problem. All Amanda, colors are fine. Amanda's got a point that you got to give him a little bit of credit for not deleting the tweet. I guess that's true. Got to give them or whomst, whoever it is, mm -hmm. a little bit of credit for not deleting and just following up with, oh, he's a POC. 
But then that changes the whole narrative. Mm-hmm. That changes the whole narrative because you were qualifying the problem with uh, white males. You, you said, okay, here's, hap- here's what happened. People are making excuses. Let me tell you the reason for the problem. It's white males. Turns out not to be a white male. So now what's the, now how do you qualify the problem? What is the actual problem now? They don't know. I don't know. This is just a fluke incident. Mm-hmm. There's hard. I, we only have well, cases this, of white males shooting people. This POC must have been influenced by a white male. I bet that's what radicalized. Radicalized. Radicalized by a white male. Knew no other option but to follow his white brethren. <laughs> example. <laughs> example. That's it. Yeah. Okay. He's like, well, Cletus did it. <laughs> that's that's why I thought we were supposed to do. All right, that was Dumb Bleep number six, and now we are on to the final Dumb Bleep right here. Not because it's dumber, just because that was the order in which it was found. And what we have here is a clip from Biden talking about how the vaccine mandates are obviously working. I didn't test the sound through this today, but I'm just going to make the assumption that it's going to work. Let's be clear. When you see headlines and reports of mass firings and hundreds of people losing their jobs, look at the bigger story. I've spoken with Scott Kirby, CEO of United Airlines, who's here today. United went from 59% of their employees to 99% of their employees in less than two months after implementing the requirement. 99%. These requirements work. (laughs) It's amazing. Uh, you know, never mind that people probably got fired. I just, just <laughs> I know, I know this, this is how they measure this stuff. You just erase part of the population <laughs> that did decided not to do it. And uh, this is an extreme example, but, uh, you know, I, I really do believe that these types of mentalities, they, they change over time. But when you allow this type of mentality to keep happening, that these things happen. But for instance, If you're in a communist country, let's just say China, and you uh, kill all the people that are capitalists, and then later on you're like, see, Maoism works. You see Mm -hmm. how beautiful everyone loves it? 100% of our country loves communism. We have 100% of us are communists. Flip that. You kill all the poor people. Mm -hmm. Look, no one's poor in our country. We have no more poor people. That's it. They're all gone. Now imagine, okay, so let's say United has 10,000 employees, okay? Let's say 5,900 of them were vaccinated. Okay. But yeah. now United only has 4,000 people left in their company. Mm-hmm. But all no, they have 5,000, whatever that number is. They got rid of all the others. You I'm know? just saying that if, it, what if it's a less number, yeah. you could still report a hundred percent, even though it's less employees than you had to start you got with rid of all the, just like, just like Bernie saying that it's 48 against two right exactly. now. Exactly. You raced. The other 50, they're not even counted. It's 48 against two. And two people are holding. And two people are holding it up. Are holding them back. Mm-hmm. This is what you do. You erase part of the population. It's, and then you act like it's just working. Look, look how much they work. Look they at jumped. the data. Look at the jump from 59% to 99%. In now just two months. I know some people probably chose to get vaccinated, but you're like, what if it's no one did? You're saying... Look, it jumped from 59 to 99. Now, no one else got vaccinated, if that were the case. But it's now 99%.
That's it. That's amazing. All we got to do is get rid of those evil one percenters. That's all we need. Get them out of there. I lost internet on my side. Oh no. I hope that's uh I hope that's not what's happening. Lost all internet controls. You lost all the internet control. I can't really tell if we lost it or not, honestly, on my side. You guys still getting us right now? Is it just Charlie? You All right, still got us. Okay, cool. All right, I am going to put these in while Charlie is... is. You're going to have to count the votes while it's everyone. Uh, all the good news. Yeah, now, now no one vote yet. I'm going to put the numbers in here, and then I will place the emoji that you must use to vote while Charlie is talking. This is never going to work. It's going to work this time. No. It's going to work. This is never going to work. Don't vote. So many people are about to click on it. They right are. Now. That's what they're going to do. All right. You can't lead the herd from the, the cows. All right. Tell everyone what you normally tell everyone while I'm doing this. All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's show, which I know you did, Dumbleep is by far the most favorite show that uh, I think it's the most popular episode. So please hit that subscribe button. Share the show with the children, with your family, with the loved ones, with the enemy. Share it around the world to come, maybe even to Mars before the people get there. Send it on over so they have something to listen to when they get there. And sign up for our locals so you can interact with us on Discord. Oh, wait. Goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Real quick for the voting. I just realized I got to do this. Oh, no. What did I just do? All right. Real oh, quick no. for the voting. I just realized that I have to tell everyone what the dumb bleeps were. That way oh, okay. they know what to <laughs> vote on. This is number seven. Mr. Joseph R. Biden. And number six was OF. He's a POC. Number five was Project Veritas fact check not true. That did not happen. Number four, Bernie believes in entitlement society. And also two people are blocking 48 right now. That's number four. Number three, if you're fighting Joe Biden, you're an authoritarian. Basically, that's what's happening. Number two, we don't need to tax the rich. We need to abolish them. That's how we'll have a better society. And number one, a mask mandate would help safeguard <coughs> liberty. You cannot have liberty without mandates. So as I said, goodmorningliberty.locals.com. Sign up. Be part of the voting process, uh, folks. We uh, last week was a struggle. I had to make an, a totalitarian decision <laughs> that was then overridden by the two people that were holding the vote up. So <laughs> get in there and uh, hang out with us. It's a lot of fun. Goodmorningliberty.locals.com. It's a great place for everyone. It's only five bucks a month, folks. You can pay in advance. It's even cheaper. It's it's you should be there. Okay. We have some new signups like. Um, I think Kayla's new and a few other folks. And as soon as Kayla signed up, she had been in less than a week and she's like, I knew that this was the place for me. Mm -hmm. So don't be left out. Join. Uh, as we always said, this, this podcast has like a 96% subscription rate. So don't be part of the horror percent. Okay. Uh, the dumb bleep winner is truth or fiction saying that project Veritas's video did not feature a scientist from Pfizer saying that natural immunity was mm. equal or better just not true just not you cannot believe it was all cgi so it was exactly it was cg it was like a ufo video so that was the dumbest thing of the week guys again please continue to share the show hit subscribe and if you do all of those things all of them 
literally all of them. We'll be, we'll be speaking tomorrow at the Freer Future Fest. If you're in Nashville, come hang out. And uh, until then, I hope you guys have a good weekend and a good morning, Liberty. Liberty.